Hola, ¿qué tal? Lonaticoin here speaking. And you probably haven't heard me before, at least not speaking English, because I'm the host of a Spanish-only podcast called uh, Lunaticoin as well. Starting my second season this September 2019, I also decided to record some English micro-podcast. In English, because it is borderless language and allows me to reach any project and anybody. And micro, because uh, the main target still is the Spanish audience and I am looking forward to translate them all for the Spanish crowd. And also I'm not looking for a monster podcast. In this first chapter uh, of the foreign exchange, I have the pleasure to share nine minutes with Max Caden, CEO of the peer-to-peer -peer exchange Hodl Hodl. With him, I discuss general topics about their exchange and other DEXs, as well as their recent decision to open source their code. Nothing else to add from my side, so let's jump into it. Hi Max, and thank you for joining me here because I know it's a busy time uh, here in Riga in uh, the conference. Uh, so thank you for joining, and uh, and also in this first podcast in in English. I don't know if you knew it, but it's the first. So let let's see how it works. Yeah. Okay. So uh, to be fast, uh, what's a hodl hodl? If you could give me the like the elevator pitch, like what is it? Uh, fast. Uh, how would you define it? Explain yeah, it. So. So HODL HODL is basically non-custodial peer-to-peer exchange, uh, which means that um, we don't hold any funds, nor crypto, nor fiat. Instead of uh, holding and allowing our users to trade within our wallet, we just create for each uh, standalone contract that that is, or for each standalone trade on HODL HODL, we just create a unique multi-signature account on a public Bitcoin blockchain and escrow, which through the trade is happening actually. So in that sense, We are somewhere in between uh, BISC and local bitcoins to that extent that uh, we're web-based as local bitcoins, but we are uh, using two out of three multi-six system as BISC does. So uh, one concern that some people might have uh, with uh, like peer-to-peer -peer exchange, uh, decentralized exchange of this matter, is the speed of exchange. No, uh, normally a lot of people wants to get the money fast, like the exchange fast, so they go to centralized exchanges. I wanted to ask you. Of course, it depends on on, on the two peers. No, it's not. It depends on the people that is trading. But uh, how fast can it be? to exchange, if two people want to exchange uh, really fast, how fast can it be? Well, actually, uh, if you already have a counterparty, then uh, it will be most probably, depends on the payment method that you use to, to buy or to sell BTC. Like if it's, uh, uh, for example, Revolut payment method, then it's uh, the trade must be m might be over in 20 minutes, basically from the beginning. But we also have a lightning mode on our exchange where you can true uh, trade through the lightning Uh, and to be honest, HODL HODL is the only exchange out there that actually allows you to trade through the Lightning channels, not just deposit or or take money from the exchange via Lightning. So with Lightning, we've been testing it and some of our users actually made trades and um, those who were using fast payment systems where the settlement happens like within payment system like for one minute or even less, they've been able to trade, uh, to finish the trade under five four minutes so basically it's a peer-to-peer -peer exchange 
uh, and the trade uh, happens like in four or five minutes, which is very fast for peer-to-peer -peer exchange. One uh, another concern that uh, that happens in peer-to-peer uh, -peer exchange is the, the the payment methods, no? And the, the concern is uh, to not be scammed at the end of the day, no? Uh, in uh, because of that, I wanted to ask you, or and also explain that. Uh, Hodl Hodl has a very nice reputation system. No, you create your user, you can be uh, private, you don't have to show your real name, you have your nickname, and in the reputation you can see things like uh, uh, if you have had any dispute, how long normally this user takes to do a trade, how many has trade, and um, yeah, a little bit uh, the background. Uh, do you think that with uh, this kind of reputation systems, it uh, gives you more easiness of use of these um, payment methods, like for example, a wire transfer that would be like the fastest. But for example, in BISC, you might not risk because you don't know with whom you are trading. But here with this reputation system, this might make it easier then? Yeah. We extensively improving our reputation system and the rating system as well, but we also have a guides for people that shows the safe and unsafe payment methods. Like for example, PayPal can be reversed. The payment can be reversed pretty pretty easy. Now with Bankwire, it's a bit more difficult. So we have uh, some kind of uh, I don't know characteristics or to say like uh, level of security for different payment methods, which we have in our guides and 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 and. Uh, we describe it in our frequently asked questions section. Um, also, we have some limits imply for new users, uh, like not limits uh, in terms of KYCML, of course, no, but limits in terms of uh, if you are young uh, and new customer to Hodl Hodl, you might not be able to close larger trades because you don't have any reputation on that. And also, the interesting thing, we have a section which is called peer-to-peer -peer profiles. So if you have a reputation on local Bitcoins and Paxful, you can easily transfer these data to Hodl Hodl and people will see that you are reputable, but only on a different platform. Also, uh as this is like a, 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 the multi-seek works as an escrow, no? So funds, uh, one side puts funds, the other w side uh, says, "Yeah, I received them," and then the the the, 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 the deal is done and, and freed, no? Uh, I wanted to ask you what happens in case of uh, of dispute, no? That the, there is some kind of dispute, who takes care to solve it? Um, well, of course, we we act as an arbiter or as an oracle. Uh, we don't disclose the procedures that we have to solve disputes, but we have like extensive uh, 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 like procedures to solve the disputes. So far, it's been so good, and um, yeah, we solve disputes usually. Uh, yesterday, uh, in the first day of uh, the conference, you announced that uh, Hodel Hodel goes open source. Uh, uh, so I wanted to ask you why did you decide that and when do you expect it to happen? Yeah, well, open source just give us more visibility and opportunity to show the code to our users so they understand that it's safe and secure to, to, to work through us. Uh, also, open sourcing shows that we have a visibility and like everyone can check the code whether it works properly. Uh, we expect to do that actually most probably end of this year, beginning of the next year. 
and like it's not a surprise many successful companies in bitcoin actually are open source so there's no difference uh, the question however is your reputation your experience and your team you can basically clone I don't know many open source projects but whether you will be successful with it is a question so with hodl hodl we're not afraid that somebody will clone us and 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 make a competitor because we have already outstanding reputation within community people knows us people know how we're experienced with that and people know that our team is very skilled um is the is the some kind of like a uh, fear of uh, government pressure or policies pressure uh, behind also this decision of open source and make it survive or this kind of things no there's no fear but uh, it's just a plan b in case someone will try to do something with hodl hodl the code is open source and like our followers and our customers will be able to just clone it multiple times and it's just create um, like less security risks for us as well so it's just the system will be like a bit more decentralized a bit more distributed and it's safer for everyone and for our users as well uh, my last question is uh, it's kind of a question of where we are going no and we have seen that after every bull run of bitcoin like uh, governments have started to look more into it and they have started to push exchanges to KYC, AML uh, policies. So I wanted to ask you if you think, you believe that uh, in the future, after the next bull run that might take us to the 100K or, or whatever, uh, if we will still have uh, DEXs, uh, decentralized exchanges, without uh, KYC. Um, well, I think that uh, I cannot predict future, but I think that, yeah, we will have uh, decentralized exchanges or semi-decentralized exchanges without KYC ML because still uh, the government and the people behind the government don't understand how it's working. So how it's working with a non-custodial way, because we don't hold any funds. We barely can move something from the escrow. We only can move it with the agreement from one of the sites. So basically... We just um, like we're just serving as an independent oracle, so I doubt that they will be able to do that. And there's also uh, always a BISC, which is like fully decentralized. Um, every system has its own flows, but each day makes uh, like Bitcoin system and the companies within the Bitcoin system just stronger and stronger. Okay, Max, so thank you for joining in this first English podcast and I am really looking forward to see what comes to Hodl Hodl uh, in the future and in the next uh, Honey Badger editions. Thank you for everything. Cool. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me uh, come to next Honey Badger. Cheers. Sure.